know the vibes! Another night of NBA action. We're going to be recapping it all for you here at the Hoop Genius Podcast, presented by NBA 2K22. You're locked in with Mo Mootsy, real name, no gimmicks, BJ Armstrong in the building too. And what a night it's been. We've seen big leads. We've seen leads fumbled. We've seen defense. We've seen off. We've seen it all. And we're going to go through it step by step. BJ, what was your game of the night? Let's start there. What was your game oh. of the night? You know what, Mo? There was no game of the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Mo, don't get me started. I'm going to tell, tell you this. You, yeah, Mo, I'm going to tell you this. No, no, I don't get me started. There's, I'm, I'm there's trying three... to abide by the rules. Okay. If you don't have anything really positive to say, you shouldn't say anything at all. Okay, well, I'm going to really I'm going to ignore that advice. I'm going to ignore that advice because I've got <laughs> lots of negative things to say about the Minnesota Timberwolves, about the Utah Jazz, and about the Denver Nuggets. But let's just get into it, okay? The Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, God. The Minnesota Timberwolves. You haven't had the playoffs in your building for who knows how long, and this is how you're gonna, you're up in the first quarter, you're talking, you're flexing as if you've won the championship already. You're talking your trash. You got Pat Bev, who played a great first quarter, all credit to him. Ten and John Morant, he was too small. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Man, I heard the worst thing ever from Carl. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the audio for you. I'm gonna play don't the. Play it, Mo. Mo, I'm don't playing do this Mo. audio for you Mo, don't because this is don't. the worst thing I've heard. This is what he said. This is what he said. We in Minnesota now. Wait, let me know that. Yeah, we in Minnesota now. Like I said out to the media. All right, cool. We got to come back to our house now. We at our house now. Okay. In your house, Carl Anthony Towns, you had more fouls than made baskets. Carl Anthony Towns, four shots in the entire game. How many, Mo? How many? Four shots in the entire... I'm, I'm going to bring it back, okay? The Lakers aren't here. We've got a new target, BJ. I'm bringing back the fraud watch. And Carl Anthony Towns is suspect number one. The man who self-proclaimed himself as the greatest shooting big man of all time went outside. They blew away. How big was that lead? 27 points? What was the lead? I don't know. It was so big, I stopped counting it because I thought the game would be done. Blew away the lead. You took four shots, eight points. Carl Anthony Towns, here's a stat for you. I know you're not, you don't like the stats, but here's one that's interesting. He's had more fouls than baskets in this game, in game two, and the playing game. In his last two games, he's made seven baskets and had 10 fouls. The greatest shooting big man of all time is what he called himself. And when I said to respect Dirk Nowitzki, everyone told me I was mad and Carl Anthony Towns are better than him. I want every one of you people who told me that Carl Anthony Towns is better than Dirk Nowitzki, I need a written apology. I need you to write it on a pen and paper. I don't even want it on the Twitter timeline. This is, this is a disgrace. This is great. Do you know the worst part about it? The quote What's after that? the end What's of the game. That, the quote, you, because I read the quote of what he said at the end. What did he say, I Mo? didn't what think he it was real. Bro, I texted it to you because I was like, are they joking or is this real? <laughs> this is what he said. This is You just got blown out of home. You've thrown away the biggest lead possible at home. You've taken four shots. And this is what he says. Kindy Towns when asked what he can do as a leader to pick up the group. This is what he said. And I ain't going to do it in his voice. I don't even want to do that. He said, I'm going to go home, drink some wine, and move on to the next day. That's really simple. Just decompress 
decompress. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> now, I played a single minute in the NBA in my life. But guess what? If you ask me after that game what to do to improve for the next one, I could have given you a better answer. Because going home and drinking some wine is not going to help you. It's not going to help you. Let's break down some of the game. Because it's not just Carlisle Towns. Chris Finch, GB legend, coached in the BBL, coached the Great Britain team. Where was all that coaching experience when the Grizzlies went on a 21-0 run and you didn't call a single timeout? I want to know what you were thinking. The whole world knows that you should have called a timeout at some point to kill the momentum. The Grizzlies outscored them 37-12 to in the fourth quarter. And this was all after all the talk, oh, we're in Minnesota now. Oh, they're too small now. They're in our house now. Come on, man. And I, I love John Morant. He went out after the game and he quote tweeted that clip of Carl Anthony Towns that I played for you. And he quote tweeted it with No, him. he didn't. Yeah, he no, did. he didn't. Yeah, he did. And he put, we in Minnesota now. <laughs> no, he didn't. John Morant's my favorite player right now. Go, go to John Morant's Twitter right now, BJ. I want to get your reaction live on the thing. I'm going to send it to you right now. He quote no, tweeted he it. He did. Bro, oh, he didn't, he didn't say that. No, no, Red did not say that. Yes, he did. No, no, John did not. Yes, he did. And it's got 126,000 likes. BJ, no, look at it. John I'm sending it to you right now. Not. He's my favorite right now. Uh, it was between him and Auntie Edwards and John Red is taking it. Oh, it's so petty. I love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to stop running. I'm going to break down. Oh, the oh God. <laughs> <laughs> they should not have lost that game They were up by so much And the Grizzlies cut the lead down Just going into the half And then the Timberwolves went up again And that's when it should have But you know <laughs> The Grizz- the Minnesota Timberwolves They really struggle when DeAndre Russell goes to the bench I think he's a key part of keeping our offense flowing um, Shouts to Desmond Bain Locked in from downtown Seven three-pointers Brandon Clark oh, no, no. Gave 20 oh, oh, off the I bench I can't focus Well, I can't focus right now <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mo. Okay, wait a minute. You know, Mo, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older than you. Yes. What is this? Like, we in Minnesota now with a smiling face? So, so, what is this? So, so that's I know what, what he said. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like. He's taking the piss out of Carl Anthony Towns. He's mocking him. He's like, hmm, okay, we in Minnesota. No, we in Minnesota now. You know what I'm saying? Because that clip. Was ridiculous because Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think he made a bucket after they recorded him saying that, because he said that during a timeout in the first quarter or the second quarter, right, when they were up big, and he was talking his trash to his friends on his team. Get out of here with that, man! Get out of here with that. That was the worst thing I've seen. Carl Anthony Towns. I'm sorry, but I just. Can't. <laughs> oh my god! And do you know the worst part, BJ, is right now he's sat at home drinking wine, decompressing, ready for the next game. Bring back the days where players would stay in the gym after and make a million free throws because they felt bad about not scoring. I got a text today from my people at the Chicago Bulls. Guess what? DeMar DeRozan's been in the gym. He's still in the gym right now shooting. They just sent me a video of him. He's working on this game. He ain't at home drinking wine. Why is he doing that? Because he dropped 41 in the last game and he wants to get better. Come on. This is a disgrace. So first on my agenda of fraud watch, Carl Anthony Towns. With all due respect, you know, because it's never personal. We're just talking about the game. Okay. <laughs> just talking about the game. I got nothing against Carl Towns. I think he's a great guy. You know, we got some mutual friends. He's a great guy. Okay. But 
Tonight was a disgrace. And Jaron Jackson Jr., you're lucky. Because once again, unnecessary fouls in foul trouble. Played 21 minutes. Your team got away with the win. So we are not going to get on to you today. But that's going to be a problem in the next round when you're not playing against Carl, we in Minnesota now, and C-Towns. That's going to be a problem. Keep an eye on it. I feel like I've just done all the talking today, but I had some things to get off my chest. BJ, you got anything else to say about that game? I, I, I have nothing. I got nothing to say. Good, because I've got lots I, I, to say about the yeah, next one. Yeah, I, I got nothing to say. I, I just, I'm just going to let, I, 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 it's hard for me right now. This is hard for me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hard for me right now. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I mean, you know what, Mo? I don't even know what to say. I just saw three games tonight and none of them resemble playoffs, the playoff basketball. So I don't know what to say. So Mo, I'm just going to turn it over to you. And where are we going next, my friend? I don't know what to say. I just want to tell you the scoreboard, right? Because someone sent me a graphic of the scoreboard. With 10 minutes left in the second quarter, it was Minnesota 47, Memphis 21. With three minutes left in the third, it was 79 to 54. And then they lose the game 104 to 95. Ridiculous. Absolutely. Man, come on. Get out of here. Get out of here. Bring back. Who, who the hell lost in the play? Bring, bring them back. Bring the Clippers back in. And take the take these timbles home. Can't be talking like that and then losing. But anyway, Seagulls, we're on the fraud watch. It's time for our regular fraud watch checkup with the Utah Jazz. Oh no, Mo, we can't. Mo, why are you doing this to me, Mo? Mo, I had to watch it live, and now you're taking me. This is like basketball purgatory. We're going, going back, back to Utah. So anyway. The Utah Jazz. Now, you know, we talked about their last game, game two, where they lost because they let Maxi Kleber shoot uncontested three-pointers from the corner. And guess what I saw tonight? I saw corner three, corner three, corner three, corner three, corner three for the Dallas Mavericks. But then I was thinking, you know what? Dallas Mavericks play a nice basketball. And that's without Luka Doncic. Utah, you've gone back home to the Salt Lake City. You've got all your fans in the stands cheering you on. You know, you got your home cooking, whatever Utah food is, and, you know, you're sleeping in your own bed. <laughs> the other team's missing their best player. Their heliocentric offensive system no longer has its son to revolve around, okay? <laughs> if you remember from the other episode. There's no Luka Doncic. <laughs> this should have been an easy win. You should be 3-0 up, yet you're down two games to one. Let's break it down, okay? Let's break it down. Because Donovan Mitchell was... I don't, I don't think he played the first half. I didn't see him anywhere on the court. If you look at the box score today, it looks like he had a good game. But for the first half of basketball, he was nowhere to be seen. And it was actually almost Dallas who almost ended up on, on my fraud watch today because they were up huge. And then they threw the lead away, but they managed to hold on down the stretch and close it out. Largely in part to the great play, the great play of Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie, who did an amazing job tonight. Jalen Brunson attacking in the paint, especially on the minutes where Gobert is resting. Jalen Brunson was aggressive, getting to the rack. The one thing that I like the Dallas Mavericks doing, because uh, Donovan Mitchell got cooking in the second half, but what they did is they attacked him on every possession down on offense. They had Spencer Dinwiddie getting the switch 
with Donovan Mitchell guarding him, and he was just going at him. Getting into the paint, the scoring. But Jalen Brunson, 96 points through his first three playoff starts. How about that? Dinwiddie making it absurd. He hit a shot, a, a deep three-pointer. I thought it was Luka Doncic, but it was Spencer Dinwiddie. And here is the fraud botch. A lot of people told me, no, Marcus Smart's not the defensive player of the year. Rudy Gobert is the defensive player of the year. Well, let's compare. Last night in a crucial playoff game, Marcus Smart held Kyrie Irving, one of the, you know, the greatest scorers we've ever seen, to just 10 points. Tonight, Rudy Gobert got put on a poster by Spencer Dibby. Now, I know you're going to say it's the NBA. Everyone gets put on a poster. But you know when you're a great rim protector? You know what I see with great rim protectors? People don't try and put them on a poster (laughs) because they know it's not going to end well. But I don't think anyone's scared of this guy. Spencer Dinwiddie just said, you know what? Okay, bang, jammed on his head. Come on, man. Speaking of defense, I'll give credit to the Dallas Mavericks. They did a great job, especially in the fourth quarter when Donovan Mitchell heated up. They did a great job of throwing two defenders at Donovan Mitchell and the rest of the team was rotating well. And then my European watch, I've got to give some love. Maxi Kleber again. He's 12 or 16 from downtown in his last two games. You'd think, BJ, after he scores eight three-pointers in game two, that you would make an effort to slow down. Instead, he scored four three-pointers tonight. And Davis Bertans, who I don't, I don't even remember seeing Davis Bertans for the last two years since he signed that big contract to Washington. I don't think he made a shot for two years, but tonight he made four three-pointers. So you've got almost 30 points coming off the bench with just those two guys. And my favorite thing during the game... It was down the stretch. The camera panned to the crowd. Showed D Wade sat there wearing his cardigan. I don't know what he's doing with the Utah Jazz. I think that's a disgrace to oh, the man. He, he, like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's. I think he's like an owner. Yeah, he, he owns it. I but know. I don't know why he's not doing that for the Miami Heat. But okay. But anyway, the camera then pans to Danny Ainge, and he's just looking like <laughs> nobody's safe this summer. Nobody's safe this summer. Nobody. Oh God! Well, why? This is this has been quite a negative episode so far for me because it's been a lot to criticize. <laughs> but I call it like I see it. And tonight's games they were extremely entertaining because we had huge leads. One of them got blown. One of them didn't get blown. We've had underdogs taking the win in in Dallas, winning against Utah. But it's been crazy. I just call it like I see it. Right? I'm not trying to be negative or anything. But man. Okay. I can't wait for tonight's games instead to put this out of my memory. I'm getting I'm getting rid of tonight's games don't exist. I, I'm just blocking them out. It's this is just I don't even know what to say. I mean and then we got one more game after that. Well, speaking of not existing, the Dallas Maverick, the uh, Denver Nuggets playoff hopes will not be existing after the next game because they're now three 0 down to the Golden State Warriors. How? How about that, bro? How about that? I'm going to tell, I'm going to share something with the people here. PJ rang me in the start of fourth quarter. Oh, no, please don't. Please don't. (laughs) He sent me a picture and he goes, Mo, I've turned off my TV. Let's do the podcast. I said, no, PJ, (laughs) come on, man. We've got to watch the end of the game. He goes, no, I'm done. Let's just record it. I said, no, no, no. Turn it back on. We watch the end of the game. I saw something crazy today, BJ. I saw something crazy today. Because this was actually a winnable game for the Denver Nuggets. It was a winnable game yeah, for them. I, I, you know, what Mo is saying is true. I called Mo at the start of the fourth quarter. And I was just sitting in the dark 
at my home with the television off. I just couldn't watch anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this was at the start of the fourth quarter. It wasn't at the end. And, 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 I watched fairness, two games. In all fairness, though, the, the third quarter was great for the Denver Nuggets. They went on a 21-6 run. They forced a bunch of turnovers. They got out in transition. Jokic had some active hands, causing havoc in steals, you know, intercepting passes, deflections, all of that. But here's my problem. Golden State were going at him. Like I talked about Donovan Mitchell before, they were going at Jokic every possession right. down, right? No, it's 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 embarrassing now. Now it's it's embarrassing. Mo, I mean, Mo, listen. When a coach makes a concerted effort to say every play for 48 minutes is directed at one player, Mo. Mo, they're going at him every single play. Yes. And then Mo, whatever, you name it. To add insult to this, they were guarding him tonight with Andre Iguodala. And you know, Mo, I, I I I don't get it anymore. Like I just, instead of me saying, you know, I know, and 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 I, and I, I give you credit. You call it like you see it. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> I because tonight, Mo, there's some things that you had to take into your own hands. You know, you you may have a game plan, but there are certain things you have to do. You got to do what you got to do. First things first, there's no way Andre Iguodala is, guard, is guarding me if I'm seven feet. I don't the know, MVP. 285. The MVP. Okay, okay. And there's no way that a team, they're going to target me three straight games in a row with every play. They are involving him in every offensive play that they have, Mo. I don't care who he guards. They're going to I'm- involve him in the play. The Warriors went super small. Kevon Looney only played nine minutes. So, you know, he's at disadvantage against everybody. But here's the, here's the thing, though. I'm, my, my, I don't have a problem with this for Jokic, right? Because it's a great game plan from Steve Kerr. Because he knows without Jokic, the Denver, Denver Nuggets have nothing, okay? And they ask him to do the coaching stuff in Denver. They ask him to do way too much already. With, and that's without being targeted. Like on offense, he's the point guard, he's the center, he's everything. And then they're targeting him every time on defense. And now he's exhausted, but they're still asking him to bring the ball up. Okay, Mo, they're targeting him on every. Okay, I'm just going to ask one question. Yes. Because I clearly didn't watch the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm admitting I did. I had to turn it off. Okay, they're, they're putting him in every. They're involving him in every sequence possible. Why are we asking, why are the Denver Nuggets staff asking him to bring the ball up to court to initiate the offense? Bo, this just doesn't make sense to me. Can someone please explain this to me? He's clearly winded. He's clearly tired. He's clearly, he, he, he wasn't capable of giving a second and third effort. I give him credit. He was trying. But he was so tired, Mo, that if you watch the game, there were some sequences. He just, he just couldn't do it. He's out of breath. But then I'm going to ask him to bring the ball up the court 94 feet. Whilst being guarded by one of the best defenders of our generation in Draymond Green. Mo, Mo, it just, 
you know what? I I I I I I can't watch it. So hey, I'm going to let them explain it to me tomorrow. Mo, There's a stretch like, there. I think I think while you had your TV off, the Denver Nuggets rested him on the bench for three minutes. In those three minutes, they were a minus eight. They went a negative. So they went from having the lead to losing the lead in just three minutes. That they went up. For, it was like up four to down four in the three minutes that Jokic was rested, because without him, they truly have nothing going on. And they're asking. And my thing is like, if if I'm coaching now, I am not anywhere near as good at coaching as an actual NBA coach, right? And I'm not trying to pretend I am. But I just think I don't know, BJ. You tell me if I got this wrong, and I'm seeing this way too simplified. You tell me if I got this wrong right now. But if the other team goes super small and their biggest player is Iguodala or Draymond Green, who's like, what, six foot six? And my best player is the MVP of this league, who's seven foot. I would simply post him up and get him a post up and clear out and allow him to post up and score from the post. Not have him dribble the ball up, try and initiate an offense, and then play off of that. That's just me, though. I don't know if well, I got one. It, well, I got one. And it's too simplified, or whatever it is. But I got that's one better. What I would try. They're playing Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Or Wiggins. Okay. The other team it has Jokic. They have Aaron Gordon. Okay. They have Jeff Green. You mean to tell me, Mo, no one can get to the post? <laughs> Mo, Mo, okay. All right. Even if that's the case, Mo, you and I just watched a game yesterday where when every time Brooklyn goes small, the Boston Celtics would crash the offensive boards and punish the smaller team. Mm -hmm. We saw that in game one. Okay. Better job by Brooklyn rebounding in game two. You mean to tell me, Mo, we can't, when I say we, the Denver Nuggets can't post up these guys? Mm -hmm. Andre Iguodala. I saw Andre Iguodala tonight guarding Jokic and DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay, now, Mo, I don't know what's going on anymore. I'm going to let the experts explain this to me because clearly now this three-point shooting thing that I'm watching and that I'm seeing in the NBA playoffs, there's something new going on now. And you know what, Mo? I'm going to let them explain this one to me. Okay, do you want to know what's funny for me? Do you know who was getting post-ups? Clay Thompson. I want you Clay Thompson post up. He's on the other team. I love it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, let's forget about them. Okay, that's they're done. Okay, they're down three zip. They ain't gonna come back. Okay, if they do come back, something's lightning is gonna have to strike the Golden State Warriors hotel or something. I don't know, but what stands out to me moving forwards for the Warriors is number one, Steph Curry once again comes off the bench. So now the Warriors have the best sixth man in history of the world. If Steph is going to come off the bench and they're going to live with it, because Jordan Poole's giving you 30 a night as a star, will he have 27 tonight, 30 in the last two games? 
So if Steph he only happy, had 27 and eight, that's yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah. Steph, Steph came off the bench with 27 and six assists. It's crazy if they just keep going with that. Like if Steph doesn't mind and it's working, that's insane. Second of all, Draymond Green is looking like prime Draymond Green on the defensive end. He's giving Jokic nightmare. Yes. Jokic is seven foot and he can't post up Draymond. Draymond's getting steals. He's Draymond is looking like if he was healthy, he would have been a defense player of the year. And that means a lot coming from Marcus Smart's number one fan. But Draymond is looking like a different beast. Jordan Poole is, like I just said, 27 was quiet for him. <laughs> 27 was quiet. Clay Thompson had 26. He's looking like he's back. And two blocks. The Western Conference needs to be terrified. Because when they put out that lineup, Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, Wiggins, and Draymond, who's competing with that? It's crazy because now we've had the news that Devin Booker's out for what two weeks and then he's going to be reevaluated. Is it two weeks that they said? Or was that Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton's out for two weeks. Um, but yeah, Booker could miss Chris Middleton. I think, I think Chris, yeah, Chris Middleton, I think, is out more. Yeah, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They're out. Okay, but what I mean to say is that was last year's two finalists, so now everything gets a little bit more open. Because if they miss any time in the second round, that's dangerous. And, uh, you know, it's one to keep an eye on. But anyway, BJ, let's look forward. Let's not talk about, you know, the Timberwolves and the Chaz and the Nuggets and how abysmal they were tonight. Let's give some credit to the Warriors. 3-0 up, looking like they're going to sweep through. And Steph, obviously, coming off an injury as well. It's great for him to sell back in. The Grizzlies, they showed some real heart in that comeback tonight. And the Dallas Mavericks holding the fort down while Luca gets to recover for the next game. Great, great play from those, those teams. But let's look at tonight's games, BJ. The Miami Heat and the Atlanta Hawks. The Heat are up two zip, ahead to Atlanta. Still no Clint Capella. Are you expecting the Heat to take care of business? You know, after watching the night, Mo, I'm not in the state of mind. <laughs> I'm not in a state of mind. I got. I, I need a break right now. I'm going to say this no more right now. <laughs> and I, it's not that I want to answer your question. Mm-hmm. I just need a break. Mo, I'm saying this right here, right now. The NBA championship for 2022 is wide open. Oh, you got my hopes up because for a second, I thought you were going to say it's going to go to the Boston Celtics. But that's no, stop it. You no, mean stop it? Have you not watched them? No, stop it. Come on. We can't get serious after the second round. Mm-hmm. We can't get serious. Are you ready for a Warriors it's, Celtics it's official. final? I'm ready to just watch <laughs> a consistent playoff basketball. And you know what, Mo? <laughs> I'm ready to watch you right now. <laughs> if you give me, just give me some, a good brand of basketball. You know what I mean, Mo? Just give me a good brand of basketball. Well, I, I, I don't know what tonight was. Like, what was tonight, Mo? Was it just... It looked like regular season tonight. Because this is what I wanted to actually ask you, okay? We saw that huge lead be crumbled by the Timberwolves. The Dallas Mavericks were up huge, and then they almost threw the lead away. The Denver Nuggets, they made a run, came back into the game, etc. 
we don't usually see leads being fumbled like this in the playoffs. Because even Brooklyn yesterday, up 17, and they threw it away. Why is this happening all of a sudden? Well, I think it's happening most because the players don't realize, or some of the players don't realize, this is the playoffs. Mo, these guys are shooting threes like it's the, it's in the regular season. Mm. Mo, we're watching the games now where teams in the playoffs don't value time, score, and possessions. Mm-hmm. We're watching 40-point swings in a playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, we're literally watching 40 points. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. You know, and Mo, it's just, this doesn't, I'm just going to say something. This is a, I don't know, Mo. It's just, I don't know if it's, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I'm just going to say it was just an anomaly. But Mo, this is not playoff basketball. I don't know what was going on. I don't know what is going on. Well, the good news, PJ, we're going to see some playoff basketball tonight because I know after I'm expecting the Miami Heat to blow out the Atlanta Hawks. Um, but then the next two games on tonight's docket intrigue the heck out of me because the Bulls went into Milwaukee, tied up that series. DeMar DeRozan. Bullies. And now the bullies. There's, there's no Chris Middleton, who's a big part of the Bucks' offense. They're in Chicago. As I said to you right now, word exclusive, DeMar DeRozan is still in the gym putting shots up to get ready for tomorrow. That's going to be an interesting game. And then my game of the night, hopefully for tonight, the Suns travel to New Orleans without Devin Booker Mm. to take on the Pelicans who are filled with confidence right now. Mm. I cannot describe how excited I am. I want to go to sleep after this and wake up in time for the game. Whatever, I've got a million emails, meetings. I've got to get a heck. I don't care. I just want to get a game I'm, going. I'm, 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 I'm right with you. I'm right with you. I, I, I got to take a break. Tonight, just. Well, I'm watching forty point swings. <laughs> in the playoffs, Mo. Well, BJ, you want the good news today? Is Friday. That means we won't be back doing a podcast till Monday. So you do get a little break. And over the weekend, we're going to see if the Sixers can close it out in Toronto. We're going to see if the Mavericks can go 3-1 up on the Jazz. We're going to see if Boston can go into Brooklyn, take a 3-0 lead. Oh! 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 Yo, I feel good. I feel good. Know why Yay. I feel so good? Why you feel good, bro? We played our good? worst game of the year in game two, and we still won. Okay. I, I've not seen a Celtics play that bad since last year. Oh, that's a good sign. And also, every that. day that goes by, every 24-hour cycle that goes by, do you know what that means? It takes us 24 hours closer to the return of the Time Lord. <laughs> you see how great a defense has been already. Anyway, Ben Simmons is back for game four. Do you expect that to? Oh, is it, he's back for game is that, four. Is that, so game oh, three is on saying? Saturday night, but game four is on Monday night, and Ben Simmons will be playing. Do you know what I need to happen? Because I'm going to say this now before Monday. 
I need them to foul him as soon as he checks into the game and just keep fouling him. I need them to put, you know, I, I, I need them to see Ben Simmons check into the game and immediately go to foul him and just hope, or not hope, maybe wait. I need to see Aaron e. Smith or Nick Stauskas get some minutes purely to commit those fouls. Just foul him. Put him to the line and see what happens. Because I know they're at home in Brooklyn. Half the arena is going to be Celtic fans. You know how we do. We everywhere. But uh, that's going to be interesting. That's game four. We've got to get game three out of the way first and see if Kevin Durant can bounce back. And then Sunday, we're in the studio. Bucks, Bulls, Warriors, Nuggets. BJ, you're going to have a great time being in the studio for Warriors, Nuggets. That's going to be fun. <laughs> we'll be back with you bright and early on Monday morning. So make sure that you guys are subscribed. I, I, can't, I can't do that. What did you just say, Mo? I can't do that. No, we're I can't in the studio. Warriors no. Nuggets, game four. We got to do another game. No, we, we can't do that game. No. <laughs> All I'm saying is bring your brooms. No, uh, no, I can't do that game. No. Bring your brooms. Anyway. We're going to be back on Monday morning. We appreciate everyone who's locked in with us this week. I appreciate all the love. We've seen you guys on the timeline showing mad love. We appreciate it so much. Um, and Instagram and everywhere as well. Appreciate all of you guys. Keep showing the love. Keep sharing the love. Um, we're going to be back on Monday. We've got to take a little break. You know, so got a few things to take care of. And we'll be back. And I hope that BJ is less stressed on Monday. <laughs> no, I'm already stressed out. What am I supposed to get say knowing that I got to do Golden State versus no Mo Mo? If you make me watch this game, Mo, I am I making you. Just... I am making you. Is it? I don't choose the games. I get so many fans angry at me over the games that Sky TV shows. I don't choose them. I turn up and do the show. That's outside of my remit. That's above my pay grade. But yes. Um, hopefully the Bucks and Bulls game four is going to be good. Six o'clock UK time, nice and early in the morning for you. Uh, but for you guys, us in the UK, you can tune in, watch us. It'll be free on YouTube if you want to see us breaking down the games live and direct. Um, if not, stay locked to the social media accounts. And you know what? I think we need to bring back the question because we don't answer the questions now because we've got playoff actions to talk about every single day. We've got to find a gap in the schedule after the first round. Um, where, where there's less games. How about this Sunday? How about this Sunday at, during the game? How about we just answer questions? Oh, I, I don't fans. know what Sky TV got to say about that. <laughs> so another conversation, my man. You know, until I run the TV networks, I don't think we can make that happen. But what we will do is make sure we answer the fans' questions at some point in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you stay tuned, stay locked into the social media accounts, stay locked into the Hoop Genius podcast because we are bringing you all the best action from the NBA playoffs. Make sure you leave a review, leave a rating, share it with your friends. Have a great weekend and most importantly, get buckets. <laughs>